Welcome, Real Hunt family. This is your host, Kenny Hunt, connecting you with the best athletes on their hunt to success. Please be sure to subscribe on YouTube, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and follow and like on Spotify. Thank you. Man, welcome back, family. Season one, episode two of The Real Hunt, a real unlaced product production. We are here, have a very special guest, Jaron Sticks Johnson. Go ahead and um, introduce yourself. Yeah, um, my name is Jaron Johnson. Like you said, um, I'm a sophomore, class of 2024 at uh, Dartmouth College. I'm a member of the men's basketball team. Um, I come from Linwood High School, West Coast, L.A. area. Okay. I'm out here on the East Coast right now, but, you know, ain't no place like home. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So the crazy thing is we just had a, a another Linwood guard on here. You uh, you play with him, correct? Yeah, my boy, Bam. Uh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, tell me about yourself. Uh, tell me about your upbringing. I know who you are. I I want them to to know who you are too. Yeah, I mean, I'm an LA baby. I um I grew up playing hoops, playing football. Um, just being an athlete, a student athlete. My dad kind of instilled basketball in me. Like I fell in love with the game when I was like around five years old, and I've just been working at it since then. Um, on the other side of things, my mom, she had a real big influence in my life on the academic side. She went to law school and stuff like that. So she always just kept pushing it, pushing it. Like basketball and sports is cool, but you need to make sure you're on your grades too. So yep. that's how I ended up at a Ivy League institution. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, you grew up playing football as well? Yeah, I did. What position was you playing? I played a little quarterback, played some receiver too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Coming up, uh, did you start? Did you uh did you start at Linwood or or how did you how did you end up over there? No, I actually I went to a couple of different high schools throughout throughout my high school career. I started off my freshman year. I played at um Bellflower. Mm. I went there for a year. It was where my my big brother and my big sister went. They graduated from so it was more so like a family connection over there. I wanted to start off my career with my brothers and sisters. So that's where I started at. And I ended up transferring to Gar, which was across the street from my mom's house. Um, I went there and played for a year. I started both years on varsity, freshman and sophomore year. My freshman year, I actually had broke my hip. So I was out for like six months, just out of basketball. But then I ended up transferring to Linwood my junior year, and that's where I stayed the rest of my career. So you broke your head. How, how'd you do that? Yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy, but the doctor, basically, when I went to the doctor, they just said, um, it's a part of growing. I was growing too fast for my body, really, to um, catch up to it. So mm. I went, I had crossed somebody over, and I was going up to the basket. And like he had his hand on my hip, but it was just a regular play. Like I didn't fall or nothing. I just went up for a layup. And you I felt, felt it, huh? Yeah, I felt a little pop. And when it happened, I thought it like I pulled my groin or something. I tried to get back in the game. Mm-hmm. It was passing me the rock. I couldn't even move like that. I was like, y'all gotta take me back out. That was that's a big injury early. How did that define you? Yeah, I mean, I kind of I just had to grow back into my body, you know. Mm-hmm. From freshman to sophomore year, like eighth grade to sophomore year, I would say I grew like from like 5'11", 6 foot to like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, where I stand now. Mm-hmm. Just getting used to my body and not being scared of getting hurt again. 
was a big deal for me. Like I wouldn't try to go up and dunk for for the longest just out of that. Like it kind of like traumatized me as far as being scared or just hurting myself. But once I got back confident in my body and stuff like that, I just took off from there. This summer, you you picked up a little a little weight. So <laughs> I don't even think the name really fits you anymore. But why they call you Sticks? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's like a childhood nickname. Um, I've been getting called Sticks since my first year of football, just because I was I was younger. I was playing up and I was skinnier than everybody, but I wouldn't break. So my uncle, my uncle just made the name up. One day at practice it was just like, we're going to start calling you Sticks. And then and just ran with it. Huh? And then on, it just stuck like people more and more school, even at school, like they would start calling me Sticks and stuff like that. So really? Yeah, that's just what happened. That's crazy because um, I just start calling you Sticks, too. That's I just start like that's the first name I heard. And I just start calling you Sticks, too. So I took it and ran with it myself. Yeah, I mean it's a real memorable name. Everybody know me at Sticks, so it kind of like I, I I hated it at first because you know when you growing up skinny, you kind of you always get kind of made fun of and stuff yeah. like. But it, I grew into it. I love it now. Like it's it's my personality. So yeah, it's who you are. It's my identity, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. So Sticks, let's let's get into this hoop world with you. You at Dartmouth right now, as you just said, you're about six five. Who do you uh who do you model your game after? Um, I mean, I model my game after a couple of different people. I'm more like I'm a combo guard. Like I play from one to three, mostly the two though. I'll call myself more so like a shooting guard. So mm-hmm. I I try to model myself a little bit after like D Book and Paul George. Mm-hmm. But like my favorite player, Dame, Damian Lillard. So I try to just analyze their game and how they do what they do and just pick up stuff from each of them and put it together. Mm-hmm. So I can see that name because you be trying to, I be seeing the range. I be seeing the range. Step back. <laughs> yeah, I, I beat the little uh, step back range. Okay, I like that. That's how you would consider yourself? Yeah, I mean, I feel like my strength has always been like putting a ball in a bucket. The way all them, them guys I named play with like a chip on their shoulder and they, they could also create too. Yeah, they like, can. All about scoring. Like that's what I try to do. And then also the defensive end, you know. That's a big deal to me, too. So, yeah. So you got your year taken away last year. Tell me how, kind of how that how that felt. I think you would have been killing out there in your first year, too. How that felt? Yeah, I mean, it was a real big deal to me. It kind of hurt me for real. I ain't, it was the first time I went that long without playing a real game. Like, you got to think I lost my last playoff game. Like, my team lost our playoff game right before the semis in, in the state championship, I would say like around February. And I haven't played a game since. And that was February 2020, I believe. So mm-hmm. it's been over a year. But just I got to spend time at home also, like spend more time with my family than I really would. So I just tried to look on the bright side of things. Like you said, I, I came home and I was hitting the weights heavy, yeah, trying to get stronger. I just try to look at the bright side of things, but no, it definitely was was a big deal not playing that entire time too. Though. Yeah, no, I know we talked about uh, like your goals and what you want to do, and you trying to get to the league. So, how does your family fire you to get to the league? Because I know, I know your brother, your little sister, your your older sister, older brother, mom, dad. I know they really. Like, you really want to get to the league for them and your grandma as well. Yeah. I mean, 
I could I could go on and on about inspirations, you know. Like mm-hmm. I really get it from my family though. Like my little brother, that's my that's my young boy. He really look up to me. So just trying to stay on my stuff for him. And then like my mom and my dad, you know, they pushed me just to be the best player I could be. If I they always told me like if you you're gonna stick it out and play basketball, you're gonna be the best at it. So just stay influenced and then just trying to keep my opportunities open, you know, mm-hmm. keep on pushing. Even when stuff gets hard, like I done I done been through my ups and downs already and I got a long way to go, but just keeping my mind right, they always keep me grounded and stuff and just tell me keep pushing through all the obstacles. So mm-hmm. of course. Tell me about that um that transition from high school to college. I mean my transition was real weird. I would say like me and my teammates and also just the regular students, non-athletes, all the other sports athletes, like it was different for us because we came out here. I came out here for the fall and everything was shut down because of Corona. Like mm-hmm. we for the first month we were out here, we couldn't even really be in a room with anybody else. So it was the whole different environment. All the classes were online, of course, on Zoom, um, the workouts. We couldn't really compete, like play no pickup or nothing for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of COVID protocol. So that transition was a little weird for me. But at the same time, like, I like being able to just do my classes on the computer and then yeah. go and handle my business afterwards. So it, was, it wasn't it was all bad. It was just different. It was different. I just know talking to you on the phone, you would just be in your dorm, be chilling after the little workouts and stuff like that. And you would just be telling me how it would be going with the uh, rules and stuff and, and when you came it was it was nobody on campus huh just some ap- couple athlete or a couple of squads and some couple kids huh yeah i mean the first time i came out here it's different now because like it's open to everybody we fully vaccinated over here but the first time i came out here it's mostly just athletes whoever thought they would still have a season obviously um the ivy league ended up canceling all sports for mm-hmm. fall and winter last year so we didn't end up doing it, like following through. But most of the people that came out here were just the athletes. So we were really just out here literally doing school and athletics. It was no social life, really. It was hard to even meet people. Like, I'm a, I'm not the most sociable guy, but I like, you know, getting being a part of my community. So it was kind of yeah, hard. Interacting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they can't. Do you guys get you guys get your year back? Correct. Yeah, we still I still got four years of eligibility. Okay. And they gave us the year back. It would have been nice, though. Like a lot of people played and still got an extra year because of the COVID. But yeah, that's crazy. I mean, what it does, though, like it offers me if if that's the road I take, like I could take four years and still have a grad transfer year out of an Ivy League school to, mm-hmm. to play somewhere else and continue my career somewhere else. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it opens the door, it closes another, but it opened another door for me. So, mm-hmm. so grad transfer, I feel like that's a that's gonna be a good look for you coming up. Even if you even if you have to, or if it comes down to that, goes that far, I feel like that would be big to somewhere like you know, somewhere not necessarily bigger, but you know, with a with a bigger basketball program, I yeah. can really see you doing that. And um, uh, I just wanna touch bases on this before Dartmouth you were a Princeton commit correct no actually I wasn't a Princeton commit I was like a week away 
I went on my official planning to um, commit to Princeton, but um, we just took our separate ways. But I was I was basically that, you know. So mm-hmm. when we when we play, it's gonna be a little personal for me for sure. But um, no, I wasn't officially a commit though. I went through the the apply the application process, the financial aid process, mm-hmm. all of that. So I was already in the door, but we just decided to go our separate ways. Separate ways, okay. Yeah, I I remember uh, when I thought you was gonna go there too, and then and then you came and you was like you was gonna go to Dartmouth. So it's just you know two Ivy League programs. You feel you feel like. Not not like it's extra juice towards them, but like 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 y'all should have y'all should have had me like y'all should have kept me. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to be like that. It's going to be like that for um any school that recruited me. But at the end of the day, like I'm happy where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a I got a wonderful coaching staff up here. I love my head coach and how he how he's really hands on with us. Um, and then my teammates and stuff, they some they some good guys, too. So I'm just ready to compete with whoever. But yeah, it will it will be more personal to certain to certain teams for sure. I ain't gonna lie about it, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, college basketball season is around the corner. Um, who's who's you guys' first game? Our first game is actually Boston College. Mm, out that's of, a big one. No, it is definitely. That's a big one right there. Is uh, where where's where's it at? at at Boston College? Yeah, all our all our like non conference games except like two or three of them are away. Like we play Boston College first, then we go and play Georgetown. We play mm. um, Cali trip. We take a Cali road trip right before Christmas, and mm. we play like Cal, Stanford, and Bakersfield. I'm gonna love that just being being back in Cali. You know that, yeah. but um, yeah, most of our games are away, non conference wise. We got a couple that's here, but personally, I'm gonna try to get to them to them games in uh, up north. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I'm gonna try to get to them. We already talked about that. Stanford, you say y'all play Stanford, right? Yeah. What wasn't Stanford recruiting you kind of heavy early? Yeah. And you yeah. you had your eye on them too early. I remember us talking about that. So let's talk about this. You um, it was a it was a summer. You you t- you just you told me like like where the numbers went down, and you was all on all all the re- all the pages, all the recruiting pages, and you said some of your stuff just dropped. Yeah. How did that make you feel? I mean, it just made me more hungry, really. I would never really care about what um, the people on the outside looking in care about my game. You know, it felt good when people give you the recognition you deserve and stuff, of course. But, like, it ain't never really shifted my my feelings up or down. It's just more so, like, okay, they think I, like, I got worse or my stock dropped or Whatever the feelings is like, that just made me more hungry. It wasn't more so like discouraging or nothing like. And when some of these schools pulled away, how did that kind of make you feel? I mean, yeah, it just made me, it made me more determined. Like I feel like it gave me more people to prove wrong, mm-hmm. and just proving to myself that I'm worthy of just being on that level. Like I knew a level. Uh, I'm an athlete that should be on a certain level. Yeah, I'm still. At an Ivy League institution, we play the highest level. Like I said, we play the highest level of team. So mm-hmm. just just knowing in my head, like I really gotta prove it to myself. Like that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Cause you don't have to prove anybody nothing. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. You you just keep your head down and keep doing you. Cause I know you going you gonna do you and you gonna put the best into it and go far. Not just on the court, but in life. You're gonna go far. 
Appreciate you, my boy. Yeah, I got one one good little question for you. This is this not from me. This is from D Man. He told me to ask you, so I'm gonna ask you. You know, you know, he's seen all your all your all your hoodies, all your little all your little warm up shirts. He asking when is our gear coming? Uh, uh, <laughs> I knew I knew this question was coming. I knew this question was coming. Because you nah. know, I gotta. I feel like I gotta walk out the house with some Dartmouth gear on too, like support. They see me walking down the street. Yeah, they see it. Like, yeah, they see who I'm supporting. Yeah. Um. No. I. You know. I got you. And I come back home. You know the the amount of gear they give us. Like we just pile it up eventually. Like you see the seniors and stuff. They got gear. They just don't even wear. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I definitely got y'all. I know y'all gonna support me. You know, yeah. my brother gonna support me. So I got y'all for sure when I come home. You of know, not Nike, Nike school, right? Yeah, of course. You know you gotta <laughs> Nike. <laughs> Man, Nike, you see it's on me right now. Yeah. You know, tell them uh I, I need a little sponsorship, Nike. So get at me. But um <laughs> with the yeah, sure. uh as a college athlete with the I think it's the NI NIL and name image likeness um how do you feel towards that um i mean i feel like it's a it's a terrific opportunity um you see a lot of people already taking advantage of it Mm -hmm. um, around the nation you know the big name schools and stuff i feel like it does definitely help out the big name schools more so than just the like regular i'm not gonna call them regular but like the big name schools the blue blood programs they're they're gonna be the front runners for all those sponsorship mm-hmm. but also just open the door for college athletes to kind of like make money from their own names and just push put themselves out there it's a it's a great thing so you like that yeah i like it too i, I really like it too um have any of these what are they, corporations have you got in contact with them trying to get you one yeah i mean it's a couple of local ones but honestly like i'm playing a waiting game with it because I want to go out there. I'm really focused on playing right now first before I worry about the other stuff. Like, yeah. Okay. So what is your goals for this season? Like you want to like, you trying to average a certain amount. You trying to shoot a certain percentage. Yeah. I mean, really my goal for the season is making the NCAA tournament. Mm, okay. As I like team. that. Yeah, that's really my, that's what I want to do. We haven't, my team hasn't done it in so long and just, I feel like we got the guys this year that could really this year and next year, but this year, especially like we got a lot of older guys. We got mm-hmm. some good young guys like myself and others that have come into the program and we could really make a difference. So um, the rest of the personal stuff is going to take care of itself, but I'm really, I just want to compete with, with the guys and make the tournament. Cause that would be a big deal for me. That, that will, that would be a great deal right there on TV. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be tuned in. I'm in the tournament. So you guys just have to win your conference to get in, correct? Yeah. I mean, I, there's there's other ways to do it, but like coming from a mid-major program, like majority of the time, the way you get in is um, through a bid in the tournament. Like we win our league tournament, we automatically in the tournament, the NCAA tournament. You come in first, you in NCAA, you come in second, you automatically in NIT. Depending on how the season goes, there's other ways to, to go about it too, but yeah, that's what we we got to win the Ivy League. That's what the goal is. Who is um yeah the biggest team in the Ivy League that y'all got to knock off? The big dogs. Yeah, 
That's done it. Yeah. Who, who did it? Who did it? What was that last year? Who did it last year? Well, last year we didn't play, but the year before. Oh that, yeah, I mean the year before. The year before. Mm, I couldn't really tell you exactly, but I know the teams that are always at the top or competing for that top spot is usually like um, Yale, Penn, Princeton, and Harvard. Well, mostly just Yale, Harvard, and um, Harvard. Penn. Yeah. They're always they're always good teams, so they're really the ones that we gotta knock off the top, if so right. to say. When I seen. Just watching basketball, I've seen a couple guys get to the league from Yale and Harvard, so I can see them being them them schools. Hey, did you did you did you answer what I said about the about the average or the points? Oh, I mean, no, I didn't. I didn't answer that question. Uh, I couldn't. I, really I, I couldn't really tell you. You know, like I ain't really even set no personal like average goal. You know, I ain't played in so long and stuff, and just mm-hmm. coming into the program. You know, I'm I'm focused on just making an impact. I really I don't know if that's gonna be more so on the scoring end starting off or what it's gonna be, but I'm gonna I'm focused on getting the floor and making an impact in any way I can. And the rest of it, like over time, obviously, like towards the end of the year, I wanna definitely be like a big part of the team. I couldn't really tell you no personal like yeah. point average right now. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Well, um, so what are you majoring in? Um, I haven't declared my major yet, but I'm intending to major in economics. I'm most likely going to declare next term, which is um winter term. Mm-hmm. So economics, um, yeah, yeah, I can see that for you. Um, what is your plans after after school after you get your degree? Uh, I know not not basketball wise. I know what you want to do basketball wise, but like, what is your uh, outside of basketball? Yeah, I mean. I want to go into the business world, really. That's why I want to major in economics. Economics branches out to like finances, marketing, mm-hmm. on your own business, all that type of stuff. Like I haven't really gotten to the specific branch of where I want to go. I'm just um, getting through the, you know, prerequisite courses and stuff like that, learning what what I kind of take to and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I definitely want to learn how, you know, the stocks work in the financial world outside of the sports works also. So any one of those like marketing, um, business, finances, that's the that's the thing I want to pursue outside of basketball. Mm-hmm. So um you you're trying to get your degree in three years? Um no nah, probably four. Four. It would be nice if I could get it in three, but four like yeah four. Four. Yeah. So I can I can see you doing that in the business world really owning your own business and yeah, that's the goal. That's yeah, the I can goal. Like, like that. That's being easy. A CEO, being yeah. a CEO or something, just sitting back in. Mm. Yeah, just doing your thing on the business side. Goals for basketball. Uh, I just want to see if you wanted to. Uh, I know you're trying to get play professional. In how many years? How many years are you trying to? Oh, I'm trying to play as long as I can. Not, 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 not how many years you want to play for. Like how many years until you feel like you, you good enough? Not good enough, but like you ready to go pro. I mean, I would say, you know, me, I say right now, but <laughs> um, realistically, like probably like two or three years playing, um, getting my name bigger as far as the basketball world outside of just Cali, just putting up the numbers, making a big impact and um, just boosting my stock. Probably like two or three years. Three years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that for you. Just killing in, your, in them two or three years and then just, you see, you know. I can just see you at somebody combine or something. 
you know, yeah. and then to throw your name in the draft. I really could see that. Uh, who else? I done had other talks with with some of the other homies, and they said the same thing for you. Like, yeah, Sticks just gonna throw his name in the draft watch. So we can see that. I gotta just put the groundwork in. You know, the rest of yeah. it's gonna take care of yeah. itself. He's gonna take care of itself with you for sure. He says he's your he's your cousin, but he's not. <laughs> How does how does Tayon Jessup inspire you to be the best as well? Because oh, I know he plays a, pro, a a big role as well. Yeah, I mean, just you know, my boy's keeping me out of trouble for real. Like you know, being being from Southern California and especially LA, like it's a lot of bad routes you could take, so to say. Like my family play a big role in me staying focused and. Um, going down the right path, but also just the friend group I always had around me just really kept me out of trouble and kept pushing me, like believing in me. Mm -hmm. So just as far as that, and just also just, you know, being a positive in my life, you know, you the same way, just my guys just keeping me right, basically, like never letting me fall off, getting getting out of the way of what I should be doing, just keeping me in line, basically. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way. For you in the summer, we was just you had me in the gym every day. We was lifting, we was getting right. And it's not just on the court, it's off the court. You you tell me, you tell me, I ask you for advice, you tell me the right things to do and what what I should do. And I'm grateful for you for that. And you always you always keep me balanced. Tell me keep working. You know, I'm gonna keep working. You be pushing me, and I'm thankful for you for that as well. Same way as you, bro, bro. Yeah. So I'm going to be rooting for you. I can't wait to see you. Hope these years at Dartmouth, they're going to be big for you. I I can already see. I can already picture what's going to happen. And I'm already knowing that you're going to put the work in and do the time. I got got a couple more questions for you. I wanted to ask you, uh, oh, why do you wear number five? Yeah, um, I wear number five, not only just because it looked good. It do look (laughs) good. It look good. um, But... My number growing up was always 22. Uh, I feel like I don't remember specifically what team it was, but I came onto a new team, like maybe a travel team or something, and they didn't have the number 22. And I was just looking down the line, like, what number should I take? And then you pick, you flip two upside down, it's a five, obviously. So yeah. I was just like, it looked good, and it, it kind of it's still connected to my number, my childhood number growing up. So. I was like, I'm going to just flip it. And then, you know, it looked good. So I just kept it. I just ran with it at that point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember you were in 22 at Gar and then you switched to the five. Yeah. So how how big of a role did did the truth and Coach Crow play into getting you where you're at now? If they yeah. even did play a role to you, I don't know. No, they did. They definitely did. Mm. Just being being able to compete at the highest level, you know, you look mm-hmm. at some of the guys I played with um, in those couple of years I played with the truth. It's guys on draft boards. It's guys that have been terrific college players, mm-hmm. top-tier college players at different programs, power five programs, mid-major. Just being able to compete with those guys and making myself better. And then, you know, learning from the older guys, too. You know, you got guys like Jaime at UCLA that just come in the gym and just work their ass off every day, you know. Mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from them and then also just Coach Crow always um, guided me and told me how the basketball world really is, you know. So I learned a lot from him, playing with him, practicing, playing, all of that. It just it made me a 
more prepared player, I would say. Mm-hmm. I know Coach Thomas had a had a big role with you as well. Can you can you break down that and the love you got for him? Yeah, I mean both Coach Thomas and Coach Cal, um, they they like family to me. They like my big uncles or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Just taking the time out whenever I need something, whenever I need some help, or even just getting me right, like Thomas. Over the summer, you know, anytime I needed to, I told him I need to get stronger. Like he actually came to me first and was like, "Man, we need to start getting you in the gym because you know I'm I already look skinny, so I at least got to be strong. You know, mm-hmm. you don't got to be buff, but yeah, you got to be, be strong for sure. Just staying on me every day, every day, like every day. We need to meet up every day and get on the weights. And um, both of them, especially Cal, like Cal, more so on the mental aspect of things, like. He he just always like if I'm going through something, he a guy I could always reach out to and um just get his advice on it, like see if I'm tripping. Like if I'm going through something, I'll hit him like you think I'm tripping or how should I go about this? They always just supporting me in that way. And it's a big way. So I'm uh, I'm blessed to have them in my life. Um two positive black male role models. You know, you don't get a lot of those growing up. So Yeah, you don't. Coach Thomas, I know I know Coach Thomas. Yeah, he he a good dude for sure. And just playing against y'all, yeah, he, he's a cool dude. Tell me about that, me playing against y'all, and just let him know what I do. Uh, you was getting busy a little bit, you know. Y'all still took some losses though. So. Yeah, we took some losses, but you know. Oh, I loved competing against you though, for sure. It was it was kind of funny at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it was through. it was it was fun. It was fun for sure. And then yeah. you know. You know, it's no friends on the court. So I was trying to, I was trying to take your heads off. I can't even lie. I'm not even lying to you. Yeah, I was you trying should, to take your heads should. off. Cause over the summer I've been talking. So, you know, I just had to back it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But y'all was doing some talking too. So, yeah. No, definitely. It was, it was, it was friendly competition though at the same time. Like it didn't yeah. get out of hand or nothing. So, you know, yeah, that, that was, that was a good time. So, um, I feel like in these upcoming years, I should see you on somebody on somebody draft board. I should see you on somebody mock draft for sure. Easy, easy call. Is um is that one of your goals? Like is to see yeah. see your name on like somebody mock draft. Yeah, for sure. Um I just got I just gotta go out there, put the numbers up, make the right plays. And, um it it'll happen eventually if I do the right things, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it takes two, three, four, five, whatever it takes. Like, I'm, I'm going to be there one day. So that's what that's what I just keep focusing on. So we talked about the grad transfer. Would you like to would you like to come back to the West Coast if if not, if it was an opportunity for you? I mean, yeah, it would definitely be a big consideration. Like if I got something else on the East Coast, that's a, it's really just the best opportunity, the best fit. But I would love to be back home by my family, too. You know, that. That's without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Feel like we covered everything. I see. I see you in that dorm. That dorm life. Do you want to talk to us about that dorm life? Yeah, I mean, it's fun. You know, it's good and bad about it. My roommates is both athletes, though. So that's a good thing. You know, my mm-hmm. boy Rob from Fairfax. Yeah. That's that's my roommate, and then I, I'm rooming with a football player too. I'm actually in his room right now because his room got the better lighting, better scenery. It's cool because every time, you know, we come back, our days are busy. Mm -hmm. We literally, from the moment we wake up, it's either classes to practice, to film, to whatever. Like, as far as basketball in school, 
him with football in school, but when we come back, it's always a good time, though, you know, talking trash, the typical stuff, you know. Yeah. Speaking of your, your roommate, Robert, Robert McCray, mm-hmm. right? how does he push you every day? I mean, we done real, we done grew up, I mean, like, we done grew into real, like, competitors and friends outside of basketball also, but mm-hmm. um, every day, we in the gym together every day, after practice, before practice, whatever time fits the schedule, like, we make it work together, so it's always somebody in there. You see your boy working hard. You ain't going to just sit by and just relax. Like, you're going to want to work hard, too. Mm-hmm. And our competitive motors are just crazy. So he definitely pushed me to get better every day, the same way I do for him. So Yeah, yeah, I can see. I see y'all competing. And then it's not even at basketball. Y'all be competing at. Y'all be competing on the game. So, <laughs> so, so I know he pushes you and you push him to be the best. And y'all just be talking mess, you know stuff y'all do yeah i want to thank you i appreciate you for coming on the show no um, thank you for having me, bro yeah, yeah you know you know you always welcome you know i mean i'm gonna need you back you know next season you know to, yeah. to see so, where you at then yeah progress yeah, and let yeah let us let us know the progress. yeah yeah i yeah. got you for sure i appreciate you um the real hunt family they they thank you for listening and and they get to hear your story good luck to you no, I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, this this wraps up season one, episode two, The Real Hunt with Jaron Sticks Johnson. I'm Kenny Hunt and I'm out. To stay connected, follow us on Instagram at underscore the real hunt and at Unlaced Project. And you can find me under the Unlaced Project channel on YouTube. Thank you, Hunt Family. Chat soon.